Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songes on The Viewpoint. Slovenia, I wonder how many of you who are listening can point to where Slovenia is on the map. But let's have a discussion now about a particular place in Slovenia. It's called Bled. And in Bled, you find the International Executive Development Center, which is the IEDC, Bled School of Management, run by the very popular and very strong Professor Danica Purg. But in studio, we have one of her own academics and a fellow South African who we love very much, particularly here at Wits University, Professor Drikas Krik. Good evening, Professor. How are you? Hello, Zongeso. No, I'm doing very well. Thank you for the invite, and it's very nice to be in South Africa. It's good to have you here. Thank you so much, Ms. Mkulu, President of the Africa Association of the Alumni. Good evening. Good evening, Zongeso, and good evening to the listeners. Professor Krik, let's talk about IEDC, how you got to be there, what your experience has been like, and how your South African background has assisted you in the academic space there, and more importantly, what you've taken from Slovenia and how you have used it in your academic work and endeavors here in the country, broadly. Okay, sure. Although that is quite a mouthful to start off with, but um, I, I'm at the that's business school as well as what you uh, correctly <coughs> mentioned. And uh, a couple of years ago, as part of my responsibilities then as being the International uh, Affairs Director, I got involved in a variety of different things, working internationally as well, and then met at the Central and Eastern European Management Association meeting this very Professor Daniel Tsapurk uh, that you just mentioned, who is uh, an icon in her own life uh, time and is really somebody who is extremely well known in the management education world and uh, we started discussing a few things and doing a couple of things together because she was involved in leadership and team leadership in particular and uh, in particular also the use of experiential learning or in particular the use of art and the school the IEDC is pretty much involved in the use of art as well as part of their instruction medium something that I've been using as well both the experiential part and also the art part and through that connection we got involved and uh, a couple of years ago three years ago or so my predecessor at uh, responsible for the PhD they then uh, left and another colleague left as well and I got the opportunity because I could basically do the responsibilities of both of them both on the research side and also teaching and so in a way you know quite as what you would know the manipulable Professor Poole got managed to get two for the price of one and that's how I got involved there however you know as a first look at at the, the two countries, South Africa in particular and Slovenia, it would seem as if it is miles apart because, uh, you know, that's a European Eastern Bloc country of the past, or actually not really Eastern Bloc, but part of Yugoslavia in the past. But really, when you look at it, there are actually a whole lot more similarity than what you would ever expect because a lot of what happened after uh, Yugoslavia uh, 
disbanded or broken up, as what you would want to say, mm-hmm. happened that in terms of the economic position that the country was in was very similar to the same things that South Africa has been struggling with in the sense of that there were many state-owned enterprises that went the route of being privatized, some stayed in, very similar dynamics in terms of that as uh, in terms of, of South, the South African economy then. And then also, you know, just Yugoslavia and all the turmoil of the past 25 years to 30 years there, also with the breakup and the war, also left scars, similar to what we have the same levels of scars. And many of those things from both sides, economically as also psychologically, actually are quite similar, way surprisingly similar than what you may think at the first look at it. That is quite a mindful, and thank you for that historical background because it does lend sort of a better understanding in terms of why then South Africans would be attracted by that and by, by that community and why that community would want more South Africans and Africans at large to be part of sort of the rebuilding of the institutions of Slovenia specifically, but bled in particular. And I think this brings me to the president of the IED Africa Alumni Association, Ms. Nondwentlem Kun. You have been, of course, now to Slovenia and have got yourself a short course there. Tell us more about the experience there. So it was so many years ago um, in 2010, but just to first give you a context, um, I met uh, Danita Pluch um, at um, UCT Graduate School of Business. It was a conference which was organized by um, Mtente um, Consulting and um, um, Professor Mal Soko. I'm saying this, I'm, I'm giving this context because I'm, I'm, I'm making it clear or emphasizing on the importance of bringing other people to the table. So I was like practically brought to the table by Professor Soko. And in that um, conference, I then um, met um, um, representative from um, Blade School of Management. And um, we started having a discussion with uh, Danita uh, which led um, in me going to Slovenia in um, June 2010 um, on a program called Young Managers Program, which was a program which in, um, included um, many um, candidates from different countries in Slovenia and, and, and in other um, neighboring countries in Europe, which was a, an amazing experience for me and because I believe um, traveling is part of, um, of education. So we uh, learn quite a lot from from each other, first and foremost, and from other countries, other economies in Eastern Europe and um, other countries in in Europe at large. Um, So bringing the African context in in those countries was quite um, an eye-opener to the the European candidates as well as other um, candidates from other countries. What did you study there? Um, Young Managers Program. Tell us about that. Um, it was a, a short course, um, which was basically um, focusing on young managers and uh, entrepreneurs in in the field of business, um, marketing, um, using art in in leadership, um, using um, even how how do you engage people from different um, backgrounds, and and also um, looking at. Um, entering new markets uh, and, and, and looking at real case studies um, of countries, uh, of, of companies in Europe. So that, that was for me, that was uh, one of the most amazing experiences as uh, because we're solving real business cases. 
We'll talk more about the contents of that course. Professor Craig, let's have a discussion with you. You're the director of executive PhD at the IEDC Bled School of Management. Tell us how long you've been doing that and what have been your experiences. Nondwendler talks about new experiences, new people, new perspectives and new everything. Mm-hmm. That must have been true for you too as well when you went to IEDC. I mean, this is now Eastern Europe um, coming from a background that is not too dissimilar to that of ours, but nonetheless a very different people. Of course, they are, are quite different. The, the good fortune about being responsible for a PhD program is that there are many, many similarities in terms of how to do research and the philosophy behind research and, and all of that, which is uh, kind of like stable and universal across many places. The, where the, the challenge, uh, or the more the exciting part of the challenge actually came about is that the way in which the PhD is set up to be for executives, so in the main, they are people with uh, high uh, high achieving responsibilities, and then just has got the may, many of them will have this urge, just to expand their current knowledge base beyond maybe an MBA or a master's degree, and also to focus on something very specific. And then what what happens is that in the main, those focus areas are invariably uh, related around business challenges and business issues that most of them would be facing as well. And in that sense, it was quite revealing because the, the, the candidates come, f- uh, just only about a third from them would be from Slovenia and the others from the rest of uh, of Europe and, and Eastern Europe in particular and Russia and, and all of those, where you, you then get some of the information or some of the challenges from those different contexts into the classes. That's really quite uh, enriching because I think that's consistent with what the IEDC actually wants to do and stand for and what Nontwentler also referred to is this whole international focus to see and view the world as part of a global village and to connect broader and as broad as possible with many different cultures and experiences and countries and companies. And that, I think, is the enriching part of the PhD and the way in which it's structured, but also because of the international nature of what the IEDC actually stands for. Let's talk about some of the programs that are taking place and on offer at the IEDC. Specifically, let's talk about this one, Advanced Management and Leadership Program in Africa. In fact, before I do that, because this is going to get pretty heavy, I'm sorry to have to interrupt. Let's take a quick ad break. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. Song is on my bed on SAFM. This is the African narrative here on The Viewpoint. We're taking your calls on 0891-104-207, and we strongly encourage you to call. We're in conversation with the South African who's based a lot of the time as well in Slovenia, Professor Drikas Krik. He's the Deputy Dean for Pedagogy and Director of the Executive PhD Program at the IEDC Bled School of Management. That is in Slovenia. Together with a former student of the institution who is now the President of the Africa Alumni Association, Ms. Nondwent Lemkun, who's a businesswoman and an entrepreneur here. Professor Krik, let's talk about the Advanced Management and Leadership Program in Africa. Yes, I gladly do because this is actually quite an interesting one for a, for a couple of, of reasons. As long as the first one is that you may or, or people that work in the world of supply chain and procurement would probably know the name of a, a person called Peter Krylich, who is really very famous in that in that space, and he's on the advisory board of uh, the IEDC, and through him. Uh, uh, an institution called the House of Procurement in 
Kenya, who's based in Kenya, but they work in a, a large part in Eastern Africa or Eastern part of Africa more so than than only to be confined in Kenya. They got involved through the through Peter Kralich, and they wanted us to be to start to to work together on the basis of some of the stuff that he does. And w while the focus was primarily around supply chain, there in in Kenya in particular. The focus is uh, of the House of Procurement is to focus on pro procurement and the training of procurement of officials and also to professionalize some of that for a very specific reason. And that relates, I think, to some of the issues, again, that we struggle with here in South Africa, but also what the, joins into the conversation prior to the news is that the whole focus that they have, why they want to professionalize and increase the capacity capacity and skills levels of people in the procurement field is because they say that that is the first point of entry where corruption actually starts because that's with the underbelly where the opportunities the easiest to happen is at the space where procurement actually happens and they from their perspective that's what they want to to uh, start making a difference on that very particular field and they then partnered with us and we then set up a program that is based in Kenya, uh, a week-long program in Kenya, focused on the whole notion of leadership, self-development, the whole focus on change and transformation in the world of uh, digitalization. And then for a second part, they then will come to Slovenia and where the focus will be primarily as well on the the focus on procurement and supply chain and then where Peter Kralic will be involved in as well. So it's a two two-legged program, two-module program, one happening in Africa with a focus then specifically around that and to spread that to a broader base and then also connecting that then with one in, in Europe. So it's a, it's a very unique one, but the, the thing that I really like about it is the philosophy behind the, the, the way in which the Kenyans set it up. That's quite an interesting angle because, I mean, it does assist in terms of contextualizing the business environment by having this particular course, or at least one module of the two, taking place in Kenya among Africans. And I understand there will be field assignments in that regard where it's not just classroom-based, but there will be yeah. field assignments where you engage with the community and the business environment, which it is hoped you will implement your learnings when engaging, more importantly, in business relations in Africa. Yeah, absolutely. This is as as what most of our programs are, are based around the, the whole concept of action learning. It's pretty much focused to where there is some uh, feedback, some extension into the real world of practical business arena as well. And what Don referred to in the Young Managers Program is very much the same focus as well, where there's this focus that you work on a real problem or a real issue and then share your views in a, in a broad context with people from different countries around, you know, some different perspectives and it's really enriching from f on so many perspectives let's talk about the opportunity that this presents for Africans at large but South Africans in particular now that we're having this discussion for South African audience non yeah. um, let's talk about also the, f the cost factor which we cannot ignore under the circumstances but first of all just sell the concept of going to Slovenia and more than it just being a classroom experience the culture that you can get from there and more importantly the international networks that you can develop I advocate for, for um, learning and in, in traveling. Um, um, one of the reasons why I advocate for that is that um, you learn firstly by just speaking, hearing a different language. 
um, you you get to see things that we have um, haven't even seen before. So there is a, a whole lot of learning by um, looking at innovations that are happening in other parts of the world, how they've solved their problems, some of them which are, are, are similar, um, how they've um, overcome um, um, things that we may be still battling with. So for me, it's more of um, a, a network opportunity and also learning by by doing, which is what um, um, the IEDC School of, um, of, of Management is about. Um, you, you experiment, uh, it's an exper experimental learning. Um, yeah, so for me that's, that's more important. Uh, but what the, the, the management uh, team of um, IEDC has done for Africans is to offer an opportunity for more Africans to come in and, and experience the, the learning in Slovenia um, by offering um, discounts um, in, in their different programs, like an executive uh, MBA, which is we were given as African African seventy percent of the the tuition fee, and general managers program we're given sixty percent of um, young managers program we're also given seventy percent of in 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 the tuition fee that's exclude um, traveling costs and, and and accommodation in Slovenia, but this is an 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 amazing opportunity um, to travel and learn. Thank you, Nandrende. Professor Craig, back to you now. Yes. Your adverts, you're in Slovenia. <laughs> you see the best of the creme de la creme at mm -hmm. an executive PhD level. Mm -hmm. South Africans probably undersell their story in academia. Mm -hmm. I say this because I have been to this very school, mm -hmm. 2013, and your colleague, Professor Nenad Filipovic, Okay. One evening, came up to me and shook my hand and said, thank you so much for your contributions. At that time, first of all, I didn't even qualify, at least on paper, to be part of the GMP. But he had said that my contributions were incredibly invaluable. I'm saying all of this because oftentimes South Africans don't rate themselves and at times sell themselves short. Hey, we're having a discussion with you. You are a professor there at a PhD level. It doesn't get higher or better than that. Mm -hmm. Tell South Africans who are dabbling with the idea of going or not going or perhaps having imposter syndrome, if you will. Yeah. Tell them why it is important for them to not only to get over that, but to get to Slovenia. Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, so that's beyond Slovenia. I think that wherever we go, uh, and, and, and just, you know, this past week, I've been in an MBA class here in, in Witzigen, and I was so again just so it was so wonderfully warm to be part of, of, of the South African in the way in which we do that but I mean it is again exactly what you say we are so used to undersell what we actually offer to the world broader because of so many uh, historical reasons I think that people really shouldn't be hung up because of that because there is really nothing that stops us from the quality that we bring into any one of these programs uh, both from an academic Academic viewpoint, but I think very importantly also from a from a perspective uh, point of view. You know, because we bring into that part of the world things that in many instances they hardly think about, uh, or, or where they're supposed to think about way more, but what they really don't get in 
contact with to on, a, on a daily basis. And, and let me make just a, a very few basic examples of that, where the contribution that we bring into the world is so much, uh, so much rich, richer than what we sometimes think. Yes. Just the way in which we deal and are used to and are comfortable and grapple with and and sometimes struggle with, but also overcame the issues around diversity, something that we as South Africans are uniquely positioned to sell to the world and bring to the world. And I think we completely undersell that skill that, that, that we really have about being aware of what we do. Slovenia is, is one of the countries in the world who is the most equal in terms of the, oh, yes. the, the Guinea coefficient or the differential between rich and poor. Mm -hmm. Where we in South Africa sits exactly at the other end of the scale. To us, those things come natural to see that and to be uh, because it's part of who we are. Just a way to tell people that when you think about business, when you think about your role as a responsible leader in the world and into business, how can can you be a business person without thinking about how many billions of people in the world that don't have the same opportunities than you have? It's not natural for them to come and to think about those sorts of things, while to us it's part of our daily fiber, and it's something that's unique to the way that we bring. And, and I mean, also, if you just think in, in terms of the way we think more in terms of geopolitical issues in the world, or economic, socio-economic issues. It comes natural for us to think beyond just the run-of-the-mill way of which many people in Europe think. And just bringing those perspectives beyond even the fact that we can hold our own in any academic setting, beyond that, but just bring that part of who we are to the world. It is something so unique and so beneficial to enrich any program that we stop in that I think is something that people would really take on and say, well, let me go, let me contribute, let me expand my, my contribution because not only am I going to learn, but there are certainly so many things that other people can learn from the the way I see the world. So much. Thank you so much. Now, let me come back to you. I mean, Professor Crick couldn't have said it better. Mm -hmm. South Africans, we are a versatile lot, and we've got what it takes to be wherever we want to be at any given time. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, though, there are challenges, financial being probably, in my view, the biggest one. I had to go through sponsorships, and I had to fight hard for that. Mm -hmm. That is probably going to be the biggest reason why many who might be interested might not be able to go. Do you have an intervention that you can think of that might make it easier for people to go? Well, first I need to just testify that this is um, this is the challenge. I mean, I went there in 2010, and already back then in 2010, that was the vision to get more um, Africans to go to Slovenia. And um, since then, we've only been able to assist or um, uh, about 24 um, South Africans, and there's there's so much more that can be done. Um, so we we definitely call upon um, corporate South Africa um, individuals because you always hear in, in a South African and African context it takes a village to raise a child. Um, in, in in this context, it's even more, uh, more 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 evident that it it will take more people to to support um, candidates to go over um, to Slovenia. 
We're in conversation with Professor Drikas Krieger, who's the Deputy Dean for Pedagogy and Director of Executive PhD Program at the IDC Blade School of Management, in line as well with Ms. Nondrent Lemkumu, who's here in the Johannesburg studio. She's the President of the IADC Africa Alumni Association. Specifically, we just launched, well, not launched, but I mean, just talked about the Advanced Management and Leadership Program in Africa. This program is covered over two modules, five days in Kenya and another five in Slovenia. Themes to be covered, Leadership for High Performance, Strategy and Change Management, Decision Making, Big data analytics, very important in the advent of the fourth industrial revolution, and purchase management, and you can think of that in the context of corruption. Professor Creek, final thoughts from you. This program, let's just go back to the point, its value for Africans at large. This is the first time Slovenia offering any program of this kind in Africa, and I think you might have been instrumental in creating the atmosphere for if you like, the decentralization from just bled, but also into a very growing market, and especially yeah. the potential of big data and purchase management, which is, for the most part, a problem in African governance. Uh, absolutely, and, and, and may, may I say something right from the start, also from the perspective of the, the IDC when talking about this AMP, that it is not and should also not be seen from the sense of somebody coming and, and uh, telling us Africans how to do things or anything like that. It's as much uh, uh, based within the world of trying to cooperate and to learn together as because that's what I try to explain as well in terms of how important it is for us from Africa to sell what we do and what we know and how we do that also to the rest of the world. And I think therefore that will also be beneficial in, in that sense because that it's, it's an opportunity for us to go sell some of the stuff that we do and think about the world in a regular basis also into Europe and, and enrich the experience of, of the world for that, for that matter. But I think in, in this particular case, the, I think the big benefit of it lies in this connection with trying to set up procurement and link that to the broader responsibilities we need to have as leaders. And also to say that although that sounds something like it is a, a, a pretty, uh, shall I say, uh, a stepchild kind of a, uh, a space thinking about how the world of business works, it is something that is actually so important if you want to put it into a broader responsible leadership focus or more ethical focus when you link that to the use of how procurement and better procurement professionalization can actually limit the, f the focus that we have on corruption. And I think that's the main focus that this program can bring. If you link that to the best practices from a su supply chain and procurement space, but on top of that also link some of the real important things about personal development and growth and, and, and change and combine those two also within the setting of the, the, the fourth industrial revolution through big data. That actually, I think those three elements bring to it something very, very unique, not only f for Africa, but also for Europe. And I think that's something that, that really uh, could be a program that, that could hold its own in anywhere in the world. Thank you so much. That was Professor Drikas Creek, who is a South African who dabbles between Slovenia and South Africa, here in South Africa at Wits University, Deputy Dean for Pedagogy and Director of the Executive PhD Program at the IDC Bled School of Management. He was joining us from the Hatfield Studios. Professor, good evening. We'll probably see each other tomorrow. I'll give you a shout. How about that? That'll be cool. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. That was Professor Drikas Krik. Now, don't let your final thoughts.
How about us getting more South Africans to talk about Slovenian meat on Slovenian issues? When's the next roadshow? I know from time to time Professor Danica Put does come here, as well as one of the academics that side, Professor Arnold Wall-Ravens. Can we expect anything like that so that the listeners at home can find an opportunity where we can all meet as the IEDC community, if you will, and have these exchanges in person and meet with the people who hopefully will be meeting later on in Slovenia and in Kenya when the traction of this program gets on? How about we share those details with you? We don't have anything confirmed yet, but we can share those details with on, on your social media. All right. And your partnership with the NYDA, I remember you gave us a call when we were in conversation with the chairperson or president of the NYDA. How's that coming along? We are in conversation, and as soon as we have anything concluded, we'll definitely have an announcement. Excellent. Thank you so much, Ms. Mondwendle Mkuno, President for the IEDC Africa Alumni Association, entrepreneur and owner of Mkabai Group, doing very well. They're about to venture into chicken exports and imports right now, so we're thoroughly proud of her. She is an alum of the IEDC Blade School of Management in Slovenia. If you want to hear more about that, do follow me at Songazamabeka on Twitter, as well as on Instagram. Ms. Nondwankam Kuno as well. She and I will be sharing information on that platform there. But nonetheless, if you're thinking about it, keep thinking about it. It's an opportunity you will never regret. Stay tuned now for the paper, which is our daily soapy, but after the advert.